Welcome to Your Photography Mentor Podcast, a podcast dedicated to help you achieve your photography dreams, whether you're just starting out or you're a seasoned pro. Now here's your hosts, David Molnar and Rich Coleman. Hey folks, David Molnar here and then Rich Coleman. How's it going, sir? Good morning, David. So 10 for 10. I mean, I just spilled coffee on myself. Half of this coffee, this Americano spilled on my lap and pants. Mm. So other than that, I'm doing great. Well, you're lucky that you had time to make coffee. I'm hearing a crazy loop feedback. Do you hear that? Everything sounds um, perfect on my end. Okay. Chris Ellison. Chris Ellison, let me know how we actually sound. Yeah, I'm hearing myself twice, which is really fun. <laughs> well, I, hearing you once isn't a lot of fun, to be honest. So <laughs> twice is... Oh. Well, Rich, how was your Mother's Day weekend? Um, I'm not a mother, but I had a great Mother's Day weekend. I also don't have a mother, so thanks for bringing that up. Um, but yeah, my my children's my children's mother. We celebrated her this weekend. Um, Chris says we sound good, so I'm going to keep rolling. Uh, no, great. it was good. good. Um, to be honest with you, I thought about it yesterday. This was my 21st Mother's Day, not having my mom. So that was kind of a crazy realization, real thought. Um, but like, I'm lucky because I've got my dad's wife, my mom's, or my wife's mom, and a bunch of other great people in my life that kind of. So I have moms, not like two moms because of that, but because I have a lot of people who look out for me. So it was a great week. Yeah. Great weekend. No weddings. It was weird. Um, it was like my first non busy weekend about a month and a half. So it was kind of nice to relax with the family. How about you? Mm, that's fantastic. I had a great weekend. Um, yeah, um, it was it was pretty wonderful. Fantastic, loved it. And yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. We went to a concert this weekend, I'm which is great. First time we went to a concert in a long time. I'm dramatically concerned. I just saw somebody, somebody complain. Is your soul patch gone? <laughs> I was wondering when you're going to notice. How many gone. years? How many years has that been there? A long time. I shaved it. it. All right. So last week, last week was my 15 year anniversary. 15 years. So, and my wife spent, my wife and I spent our first time away from the kids in five years for our 15th anniversary. And uh, so, and the only other time we ever, <laughs> the only other time, okay, Russell, uh, the only other time that I ever, <laughs> that I ever spent time away from uh, the kids, like my wife and I together, was on our 10 year anniversary which was five years ago. So meaning we've only done that twice. I don't know about you guys, but have y'all spent time away from your kids? Like we have, we actually hadn't done it. We have a date night uh, every single week. Like every week we have a date night and sometimes twice, you know, like, so we're good about that. 
but spending time away from the kids. We were just having a conversation about this on our staff call. Uh, on Mondays, we talk about a book together. We're going through the book Atomic Habits, which I think we gave away five copies of it last weekend or last week on our on our thing. But we were talking about that, how a lot of the moms have a lot of like a hard time letting go and <clears throat> letting their kids be babysat or uh, going on overnights. But I know for us, um, that was a very good thing to be able to go, you know, have a have a couple nights. I think, I think we've done two. We did one at 10 year and I think one when Ellie was little, but like I've only made love to my wife once. So there's that. Like I don't two, date night twice a week. That is, that is a high standard, my friend. <laughs> Hilarious. Um, well, yeah, we, uh, so for my wife, I surprised her by shaving this. So I don't know. I don't know. I've, I've just always it. had it. Like, I think I shaved it once a long time ago, like maybe when I was 18, 19, but for some reason I just like have always had it. It's kind of been one of those things. Right. And so I shaved it um, and just kind of like surprised my wife. And she was kind of like, she was in shock. She was like, Oh my gosh. Cause like, it's a, like, I guess sometimes it's sharp. So if I kind of look like a turtle, you kind of look like a turtle from my nose down. Well, here, here's the other thing. I don't know if you can see it and they're actually going away a little bit. When I was in that car accident when I was 18, I bit through my lip. I bit through it and like my tooth poked out through my lip. Like, and so there's some scars. Yeah, like right here, there's a scar there. And so usually the soul patch is kind of like covering that up. And for a while, it was like right when I had it, it was real fresh. It was real red. So I kind of grew that over it, I think. Um, and so, you know, we're talking about scars in this podcast, you know, I guess. <laughs> You're talking about your mom, your mom not being there for 21 years. No, you brought that up. You brought that up, but that's fine. Uh, I asked. <laughs> anyway. How was your dad's Mother's Day? That's what I heard. Time in case you guys didn't notice that. What's that? And then no comment. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, hey man, I'm I'm really excited today. We've got a lot of fun stuff going on. Um, you know, this past week. This is exciting. This is exciting today. For those of you who are here, today's a treat. It sure is. It's it's a it, you know it's not going to be disappointing. You know what I mean? It's going to be it's going to be really really fantastic. I'm going to see if my um, see if this will work and not you know double up on me. It was making me. Uh, can you talk for me, Rich? You, Micro you microphone say, check, one, two. Say some smooth, sultry words to me. Come on, skinny love. Just last a year. <laughs> my, my, my. Dude, I love... Who um... is it? Like, Bonnie bon there cracks me up. Doesn't crack me up. I'm going to throw these Apple AirPods into the trash. It's okay. I'll get you. I'll get you some beats. Awesome. Well, today we have a very exciting announcement to make. I'm gonna let you announce it. Rich. The best news ever. Well, I, I mean, now I'm hearing myself in your audio, so mute real quick. I can do that. Thank you. So. Those of you who listen to us, follow us, watch us, you know we are in love with this thing that we created called the Photo Mentorship, where we helped photographers achieve their dreams. And a couple of weeks ago, we brought on the one, the only, the beautiful, the bald, Zach Gray, to help teach business. And that has been super great for us. And today we're introducing yet another 
world-class, and I'm going to curse, um, a badass photographer, a friend of mine, somebody that you might know and already love, Nada Salvatore. We have Tori with us today and with us forever as the newest mentor in the photo mentorship. What up? Hello. <laughs> so excited. How are you doing? Thank you, guys. I'm excited because here's the thing. It's a rare day when I get envious of somebody's work, truly. Like where I look at it and go, gosh, I suck. And ever since I first checked out your website and looked at you, I get those feelings when I look at your pictures. And that's not me kissing your A or showboating. Um, just letting you know that when I look at your work, I say, this girl has it. So from one photographer to another, I love you. And your work is great. I mean, it means a lot coming from somebody as awesome as you. So I really appreciate it. Love that. Love that. Nada, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you okay. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, today is we're having all sorts of tech tech stuff going on in the background that we're working through, so appreciate it. Um, yeah, David, if I were you, I would just keep your audio low and pull the mic towards you. Well, if you were me, then you'd be wearing a blue v-neck, so. <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. Um, fantastic. Fantastic. Nada, you just went through a major, major change, major career change, but let's, let's pause that for a second. Can you tell us, so we've had you on this podcast before. All right. Yes. And super fun. we've had you on this podcast before and it inspired the heck out of our students. And what was great is we didn't have as many technical glitches then. So that was awesome on that podcast. Um, but, but, um, <laughs> But your story is super, it's super inspiring to me. And I'm just honored that I was able to play a small part in that story. And so to have it come full circle and have you be in this position where, you know, in the future, you're going to be helping out our students a whole lot, which I'm really excited about. Can we talk a little bit? Can we recap um, your story uh, from a photography perspective um, just a little bit? Can we do kind of a brief, a brief thing? Tell us a little bit about um, how you kind of got exposed to our brand and um, and where you were at the time as a photographer or not photographer and um, and what's kind of David's gonna, since. David's David's going to pull up your work as as you talk about okay. this because to be clear in October of 2018 this girl had never held a camera true that's a fact so yeah um, the story begun when. Uh, there were some changes at work as far as what I was just duties and uh, physical therapy by training. That's my background. Um, just let me to think through what else would I do, you know, if physical therapy wasn't what I was going to be doing. Um, and I decided that photography is something that I've always been attracted to and, and curious about and, and, you know, interested in. Um, and I wanted to learn more about it. And so uh, that's how I ran into um, David Moner. I was looking for some 
instructions on YouTube and ran into one of his um, free webinars, uh, learn how to use your camera, how to master your camera. And, and so I decided to just dive in full force. So I probably picked up a camera really for the first time in November, December of 2018. Um, and then learned from David as much as I could learn. He's amazing. He's really good at explaining the basics um, and making it so people can understand it. And I was so excited about it and just went up from there. So here's what I want to do. I want to tell everybody right now because you're crazy and awesome. I want everybody to share this live stream right now. Just click share, share it to your own personal page. And we're going to pick one winner because Nada went from being somebody that we helped to being someone that does help. So you're a doctor, you're a world-class photographer, and you're basically the smartest human being I know. But what first attracted your attention to David Molnar? Was it the blue eyes, the blue V-neck, the soul patch? What was it? I got to say the blue probably was eye-catching for sure. It has some, it's, there's something about that blue. And the blue and mm. blue, you know? Mm. I like it. Um, but it, honestly, it was the way he talked and explained things and made it really easy to understand for somebody that had no idea how to pick up a camera and make it work. Um, so I watched a ton of videos on YouTube, like probably many of you have done as well. And I have not found somebody that could explain things as well as David does. So when I came across the opportunity to further my education, um, it was an easy decision to invest in learning more from him. Thanks, uh, Nada. I appreciate appreciate that. Um, Dude, there's a there's, a there's a there's a section there's a section under portfolio where that's the silhouette picture between two palm trees, and it just again it makes me hate you. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what, do you know what picture I'm talking about? It's great. I'm like you yep, you, you just, you just oh dude, that's awesome. I love that. Number one, big, yeah, look, just hit the right arrow, David. These are so, such good pictures. Phenomenal. I'm excited to, I'm I'm excited to learn from you because you're a million times better than me. So I'm excited to, to take some of your courses within the photo mentorship and learn from your lives. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Love it. Love it. Well, Nada, you've had a crazy, crazy journey from never having picked up a camera to booking a crazy amount of gigs in just a few, um, like a very short period of time. And um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just been absolutely phenomenal to see that whole process. And so you were working full time um, you know, doing physical therapy while and being a mom, like superwoman throughout this entire process. And, and then you've just recently gone through a crazy career change yet again. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about so, that? Yeah. So for, um, so obviously started as a, 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 a true business and LLC in May of 19, um, 
during my first year shooting, I was able to shoot, I think it was like 130 something, you know, sessions on that year. So lots of practice, which was great. Um, I was able to photograph my first wedding four months after I picked up the camera for the first time. Obviously, I did a ton of prep work to make sure that I knew what I was doing. Um, and I felt comfortable shooting that wedding. It was between David's, you know, instructor uh, instructions from camera work and, uh, and then I actually purchased Zach's um, behind the scenes course um, for wedding when he shot Jason's wedding. And that's how I learned what to do during a wedding because I couldn't second shoot for anybody. Nobody would say no. Mm. Um, so by the time I got to the wedding, I really felt comfortable that I knew what to do, that I knew the flow that I was going to follow. Um, so went through all of that, had a great, had a pretty good year, um, considered this was a, a side job. But then in 2020, made the decision to really push this as far as I could push it and make it go as far as it could go. So I was working full-time hours um, on my physical therapy job, but also working full-time hours on my photography work. So there were countless nights that I was up until two or three in the morning uh, work on my photography because I don't do any work uh, when my kids are awake. So I'll wait for them to go to bed and then do what I got to do and sit on my computer to work. Um, so it was a hard year, but it was a year where it, that was the commitment. And I have an amazing supportive husband that allowed me to do that. We talked about it and it was going to be a miserable year, um, mm. but it's, it's what I wanted to do to, to see if I could make this my sole income. Um, and I can. Mm. It was amazing. I was able to be very successful in 2020 in the middle of a pandemic year. Um, so I'm super, exci super excited to see what it become, you know, how it goes from here on, because if I was able to do as well as I did during a pandemic year where we couldn't shoot for several months. Um, I can only imagine what I can do moving forward. So, uh, quit my job in April, and now I'm a this April so income, yeah, so income uh, entrepreneur. Um, and I say it's full time job because it was a full time job before. So that I you were I just doing you were just doing two full time jobs, three full time jobs because you're a mom. So basically, what you're telling everybody is your gal got you're Wonder Woman. Am is I, that a fair assessment? There's there's some rumors out there. There's some rumors that you're a robot. Well, I think you're a robot because of how talented you are. So here's here's some nuggets that I pulled from what you said. Um, you wanted it. You wanted to make money from photography. Mm -hmm. So you tried it. You did it. And then you came to a point where you wanted to, you know, have more time for your family, your kids. And instead of cutting photography, you cut your doctor degree stuff. So explain that to me like what why did you shift to this full-time photography position like what what draw what drew you into that like what are the reasonings behind that yeah i think i realized working with photography that you you know obviously being my own boss and, and allowing i'm very good at at being responsible and getting things done right which you can probably guess um being able to do what i did for so, you know, allowing me to have more time and flexibility to be with my kids. So being a better mom, a better wife, um, and a better person in general, I'm able to take care of myself better. So I can be very efficient with my work um, 
in a way that allows me to just be a better person. Uh, so photography gave me that, which is amazing. So I'm able to do what I love and enjoy it and also just be better all the way around for my family and for myself. So definitely mm. a, a win-win and make a good amount no, of money. No more arguments with that boss. No, my new boss is amazing. I love her. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. <laughs> I, like her. I like her a lot too. Um, and that's the beauty. Um, a lot of photographers, I want, I want to go just a baby step back. Um, so like a lot of people, like you're a rock star, you're a headhunter, killer, attack warrior for somebody that's not quite there yet. Like, what is that first thing that they can do? Like, is that positive self-talk? Is that getting in the right headspace? What's the first thing that you would want to share with our listeners as far as becoming that photographer for real, for actually doing it, for it being more than this little thing that I do, but nobody respects or talks like I'm a professional. What are, what are some things you would say to those people to give them a voice? Yeah, I think it starts with you, right? And how you see yourself. So whatever you tell yourself is you believe in it. Um, so I started really early telling people I am a photographer. Um, and that allowed me to then act like it and work like it, right? So um, owning that, that's, if that's what you want to do, where you start introducing yourself as I am a photographer. And then starting to make the commitments, even in, to whatever degree it is, um, to really put the time into growing um, your skills and your in your business if you want to make this a business. So it's talking to yourself in a way that's going to help you achieve your goals because we really do listen to what we tell ourselves, good or bad. Mm. And, and then making the commitments that you need, even if it's just a little at a time. It might not be as big as I, I just went full force because I'm all or none kind of person. But um, it could be that you're dedicated a certain amount of time a week for this work and, and you really make it so it happens, you know. Love Gosh, that. you're you're crazy. I love it. It's just it's just an inspiring an inspiring story. I'm having to like full disclosure. Every time I talk, it sounds like the voice of God is going blah blah blah, like reverbing in my ears. So I'm having to mute like the whole computer audio <laughs> so that I can talk to you guys and, and hear myself without. <laughs> uh, if you were saying anything, I couldn't hear it because I muted for a second. I wasn't. Um, Nada, we've got some great questions coming in. The students are just like loving it. They're talking about like Terry Harrison was saying, "Wow, your story is incredible." Um, Sarah saying, "So so true." Wonderful journey, says Sue. And um, they're just kind of loving it, loving it. And inspiration, inspiring is an understatement, says Nanette. So that's really Thank awesome. You, and we've got, you know, some amazing questions um, from people uh, like Fred, Fred Rosenbroom, which I'd love to address in a minute. How'd you have the confidence to shoot wedding after only four months? So we'll talk about that stuff in a minute and keep on dialoguing on this. And I'll unmute so I can actually hear what you guys say in a second. But, um, we need to give, we're going to talk about, we're going to give something away at the end of this. We didn't decide what we're going to give away yet. So do you have anything? Um, usually we give away something around $100 worth of value. Do you have anything that you'd love to give away at the end of this? Because basically anyone who shares this recording of this podcast, we can you know give away a B&H gift card. We can give away a nifty 50 lens, memory card, something in those things. Is there something to you that would be, um, you know, a, a brevity backpack? Is there something like that that would be good for you that they can win if they if they share this? Mm. Putting you on the spot here. 
know, right? You can think about I mean, it. And the memory cards are always and the, and awesome. You can never have enough of those, that's for sure. Would you say memory cards? Yeah, I can never have enough of those. I try to make sure I recycle them every year or so. Um, so those are always good to have more. <laughs> Some of those are my memory cards that you just held up, Rich. I broke those ones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, we'll give away a 256 gigabyte Ooh. memory card today. This is a 128. We'll give away a 256 gigabyte, 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 gigabyte memory card um, yeah. today to one of you guys who shares this live recording of our podcast with Nada Salvatore. Um, all right. I don't Didn't wanna, you have a 256, David? Where you guys were in the story, but I do have that. I I, I want to know. I want to know the answer to this question that I'm going to pull it back up on the screen that Fred was was talking about. There's Rich's example of a 256. Oh, Fred was saying, "How did you have the confidence to shoot a wedding after only four months? Because this is this is interesting. Because a lot of people take years and years to work themselves up." Um, to this, but I'm curious to hear your answer on this. Yeah, so I think I, I feel like I need to start by saying the weddings are a beast and not for everyone, right? So let's start with that statement. Um, I think there's a combination of things. First, I, there was a lot of skills from my previous lives that I was able to transfer into photography in general that allowed me to be successful in a wedding environment. So. I was a professional athlete before. Um, I'm from originally from Brazil, so what, that's what I did in Brazil as a professional athlete. So, the ability to um, perform under pressure is something that I've been trained to do, you know, in my one of my previous lives. So, you know, that comes in handy in a wedding day. Um, adaptability mm. and you know, working with people—it's something that I did again. I did during uh, physical therapy, being able to understand and read people and um making sure that i can be resourceful um it's, it's again a skill that i brought into photography so i think those in combinations with um really trying to be over trained for what i was doing so uh, like i mentioned before i purchased um zach's this that great zach and jody's course right that, that took me through an entire wedding kind of with them um, explain the whole entire step-by-step um, -step of what to do. I've watched tons of videos. I've prepared a timeline. I prepared everything that I could. I talked to people. I asked questions. I understood what it was coming my way to the point where I could do it on my sleep. Um, mm. And I really trained on using my camera in different situations so I couldn't be put in a situation where I couldn't perform. So um, I was telling um, Rachel a little bit of that story earlier. I was actually, the wedding was not an easy one to shoot. Uh, I don't think anybody's first wedding is an easy one, but it was a dark, dark church. Um, it wasn't nice and pretty. Uh, there were some conflicts between mom and bride. There were family members taking pictures with flash. Um, at the same time, I was taking pictures. So kind of a little bit of a photographer's nightmare all at once on my first wedding. So I figured if I could perform at that one, it could only go up from there. Uh, so I think it was really over preparing is how I found the confidence to do it to the best of my abilities. I 
couldn't even second shoot for somebody because nobody would allow me to do it. Um, so I could, I prepared as much as I could given the situation. So when I got there, I felt confident in what I had to do. That's awesome. I know, I know it is really difficult to be able to find photographers who are willing yeah. to let you second shoot for them. So that's, that, that, it, that can be a really tricky thing. And especially if you're shooting your first, first wedding four months after taking master your camera, our course, mm -hmm. then you wouldn't have had a lot of time to like book a second shooting gig and then do right. it. Um, so that, that's really impressive. That's, that's really awesome. So all those things you were talking about, you were talking about how you, you know, you learned how to master your camera and you learned how to, uh, I, I think you were saying that you learned there, there was no lighting situations. There's no things that you wouldn't be able to do. Um, was this, and then you were preparing, you had made a timeline, all these different things. Was this before your first wedding at that four month mark? Yeah. So all of the time, I'm, yeah, a lot of time preparing to watching videos and playing with the camera um, and understanding how to shoot in different situations so I could feel confident that day. It's somebody's special day. You don't, even though you, they knew it was my first time, it, it was a very open and honest conversation. You know, I, I got paid $500 to do that first wedding, which was a lot that a lot, a lot more than some people get for the first wedding. No, that, so, that was the same for me. And I thought it was a lot of money at the oh, time. Yeah. I was like 500 bucks, this you know, is great. You know, they you were know. on the budget. They were willing to work with somebody that was their first time. And, you know, we talked about it. I, I met them um, for a walkthrough um, for the, to the facility, so I knew what things were going to happen, and I can kind of see what I was walking into. I brought my camera, so I could test shot and see what things would look like. Um, so I prepared as much as I could to make sure that I wasn't going to get, you know, caught by a surprise. And of course, every wedding, you know, it's like that. Um, but as we get more experience, you know, things become a lot more comfortable, and you're able to problem solve and adapt a lot faster as time goes by. Well, I'm noticing a pattern here where it's like, so if you prepare for something and you practice really hard, then you're going to become more confident at it and be able to tackle the problems that arise in these difficult situations. So Amazing. it sounds, yeah, it sounds like you did a really good job of preparing um, yourself mentally, emotionally, and just from a skill perspective to be able to tackle those problems. So whether it was with, whether it was changing, you know, the lighting or controlling your camera settings or, um, or even, you know, having a timeline so that you're, you know, gonna succeed and being able to get all the shots and all those different things mm -hmm. with the weddings. Um, that's a, that's a super important thing to be able to prepare, um, and really gain some confidence in those things. And so I know for me, um, I read, First of all, there's there's this process that that we think we believe that photographers um, should go through and can go through, and there, there's kind of a process for them to to be able to to develop confidence and, and eventually go pro. And what you did is, you know, kind of in like like Rich was talking about earlier, Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, whatever. Um, but uh, you kind of sped through that process really fast. And I think a lot of the life lessons you talked about that you learned earlier helped you get through that stuff. But mm -hmm. you you kind of, maybe even before you started, maybe even before you took my master camera class, 
um, you were starting to learn how to visualize and see images. And maybe it was all in this super intense, you know, period of time, but you were learning how to see like a photographer, you know, to be able to visualize the shots as they're coming up and before you even snap the picture, learning how to shoot your camera like a professional in manual mode, which is what you were learning in the master your camera class. Mm -hmm. And then learning how to edit and organize your photos like a pro, like a pro, which I believe you were learning in the, the editing version of our classes and maybe in oh. some of Zach's. Uh, classes as well. And then step four. So it's learning how to see, shoot, and edit. Those are the foundational things, which you went on a, you know, uh, you know, a, a boot camp and just like, and just went through that yeah. stuff really fast and progressed super fast through that process. And then step four is to develop your skills. Okay. To actually develop in the area that you want to pursue. And so when you're talking about doing all this pre preparation and like, you know, practicing as much as possible because the wedding is such an important day for people, you know, like you don't want to screw it up like you're talking about. That's that time when you were developing your skills and maybe you couldn't practice at an actual wedding itself. I, I don't know, but until the actual mm -hmm. fateful moment when you shot, was it your niece's wedding or something like that? With a friend's niece. Yeah. A friend's niece. Okay. Yeah. That's a well, lot of pressure. Somebody I didn't know, you know, it could be, it could have gone really bad. That's scary. <laughs> it uh, is. But it, did it go you know, okay? Yes, it went great. I was actually, somebody asked me how long have I been being a photographer because they felt like I was so confident and I knew exactly what to tell them what to do. And I was like, thanks, this is my first <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but I wish was, everyone had the same uh, story yeah. as that, but what's that? Yeah, it, it, it's not an easy, it's not an easy, it's not for everybody. It's, weddings are not for everybody. It's not for the faint of heart, that's for sure. <laughs> but, you know, if it's something you can work your skills to do, it's it's a very rewarding um, job. You're there with people's, you know, people's most special day. So it's definitely an amazing thing to do. But it's, it's not to be taken lightly. Um, I know I did things really fast, um, and it could have been really bad if I didn't spend a lot of time preparing for it. So, love that. Well, it sounds. Yeah. I mean, a lot, we've been talking to a lot of students, and and you know that we brought Zach Gray on board on our team to develop yeah. content, which will be really fun. I don't know how much you've got to connect with him since that process, but um, it'll be fun for you guys to get to connect more and you to share stories and how much you learned on the business side from Zach Gray um, mm -hmm. as well. But, um, but, you know, we're in the process of developing, um, d developing paths in, in clear ways for you guys to, to learn how to gain that confidence. Cause not everyone has that confidence built in like nada. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's just true. A lot of you guys need to know that you're at a certain point where you're ready to start charging money or you're ready to do your first even free gig, you know? Yeah, and um, and that's the type of thing that we're developing. So we, we don't have it yet available, but we're in the process of, of planning and developing courses and to help you guys being professional portrait photographers, professional wedding photographers, and actually developing the content and knowing, uh, knowing when it's the right time to, to start, you know, turning pro, knowing when you have the skills to do that because mm -hmm. you know not everyone is willing to take the leap of faith that that Nada took but it's it's really awesome and it was it, what's interesting is i hear this i hear this story you know more often than you'd think about how people are like i wasn't sure if i could do it but i knew that i had to do it at some point 
So I just did it. I practiced as much as I possibly could. I learned everything that I possibly could to try to set myself up to win. And, you know, I went through steps one, two, and three, learning how to see, shoot, and edit. And then I spent as much time in step four as I possibly could developing my skills so that when it was time for step five to actually go pro and to start booking my gigs, I wasn't sure if I'd succeed or not. But somehow I pulled it through. And to Nada's credit, what she was just saying is people were asking her, how long have you been a professional photographer? They assumed because the confidence that she exuded and then also probably the quality of her work even right off the bat because she had spent put the time in mastering those other um, four parts to the path uh, to being an amazing photographer that they assumed that she was already a you know professional photographer mm-hmm. for a while. So that's, that's really incredible. Um, one thing I wanted to mention is that, you know, for me, um, you know, for, for Nada, it sounds like for her to gain that confidence was to you know take our Master Your Camera course and the editing course and then to learn some of the wedding photography stuff from, you know, from Zach Gray, which is awesome because mm-hmm. now Zach's on our team as well and we're developing that content. For me, 16 years ago, 15 years ago, um, I you know, the, the thing that enabled me to successfully shoot a wedding and to feel like I wasn't going to screw it up because to Nada's point, you just feel like you're going to screw like you don't want to screw it up like that's my biggest fear whenever i've you know whenever i've ventured into any new type of photography professional professionally um is like i just don't want to screw it up you know like that's kind of my that's like my biggest fear is like i just don't want to screw it up i don't want to mess it up right so for me i read a book by paul giro who we've had on the podcast in a previous episode um called digital wedding photography and the book was wonderful and super helpful for me granted I read it 15 years ago and it was already a year or two old at the time. So digital wedding photography was very new. And, you know, there's there's a lot of things in that book that are very, very outdated from a digital perspective, right? But the, the things that he taught me from a technical proficiency of how to shoot weddings, um, like you need to do this and you have your flash and you aim the flash up at the ceiling, bounce it off a white ceiling, and then you'll get a nice soft ambient looking and feeling light and, and make sure you set your settings here and do these and think about the timeline like Nada was talking about. Um, mm-hmm. Those types of things set me up to win and that I wouldn't screw it up. He was like, if you do these things, you won't screw it up. Well, we've got courses in development. We're in the process of planning them out and making them. Hopefully Nada will help us with those. Um, but to help you guys not screw it up and rather not just not screw it up, but actually actually succeed and crush it and take amazing photos right off the bat, whether or not you want to shoot weddings or portraits or landscapes or whatever it is that you want to pursue, uh, what types of path that you want to pursue um, to make money. Um, love that. Love that. Rich, how you doing, man? I, I took I'm good. I'm just sitting over sitting over here all by myself. It's fine. <laughs> we do I do have a him. really important question. I have a really important question for you, Nana. Yes. I need you to I need you to brace yourself because I'm pretty sure you've never been asked this. I personally need to know what you are not amazing at. Like, what are you bad at? I'm not bad at. I can't. Not run. succeeding. Not at being long. great. I'm not great at running can't, long distance. Uh, can't uh, see, see, you say that, <laughs> but I bet you've already ran like two full marathons. Oh, no, man, no. If you see me running, call the police. There's something happening. Because somebody's cha- somebody's chasing you. Yeah. Somebody's chasing me or house on fire or something. I'm not a big runner. <laughs> I can't run. <laughs> if you see me running, it's the same thing. But my logic is I don't have to run fast, just faster than the person with me. 
Right, right. That's when you, that's when you kick a way. knee. I'm that's when you shatter a knee. Wow. Okay. Like David, if yeah. me and you are like, if somebody was coming after us, I would just kick you in the shin, <laughs> knee you in the face, and then keep running. So. Okay. Well, I appreciate that. It's kind of like surfing. When you're when you're surfing by yourself, it's a little unnerving because if a shark comes, then you're the only person that they could eat. But if you have one other person out there surfing with you, you got a 50-50 chance that the shark's going to attack the other person. That's why I never surf alone, you know, for that reason. <laughs> Somebody said I'm ever, bad at sitting in ever... one place for too long. So that's that's true. I'm, uh, I'm always on the go for sure. <laughs> Julie King Black, you are 100% ready. As somebody that just looked at a lot of your pictures yesterday, Julie King Black, you got this. I promise. Rich Coleman's seal of approval. Your pictures make me go, oh, dang. So Love just that. wanted to say that out loud. Sorry. Nothing, nothing to apologize about there, jerk, jerk face. Um, Hey Rich, let's let's do the giveaway. Can we do the giveaway winner? You you guys okay let's with that? Let's do it. I'm ready. All right, I'm gonna let you guys handle that. Okay, um, the winner. Um, let's see what it is. They're still clapping. All right, I'm gonna do a drum roll. And then, oh look at that! That is funny. That is so funny. David just did that to me. All right, ready? Drum roll. And the winner of a 256 gigabyte Extreme Sandisk Pro card is Julie King Black. Julie, they had already picked you as a winner before I even called you out. I love it. I love it. So you're going to have an, a huge, huge, huge memory card for that wedding coming up. So That is perfect. Boom. Good job, team. Way to, way to do that. Yeah, they, they sent me that message like over eight minutes ago. So that's pretty funny. I love it. Nada, you know what excites me the most is there's a lot of TPMers. If you're a TPMer in this group, just tell me that you love the photo mentorship. Uh, I'm excited, Nada, because I get to, me and you are doing a show on Wednesday together. Yes. It's going to be me and you without all the David Monar filters. And we're just going to, we're going to get to the nitty gritty <laughs> of what drives you so that we can help our students achieve their dreams. So we can help our students get over the hurdles so we can help our students do what they've always been wanting to do, but they, they haven't established the habits to knock it out of the park. We're reading this book, atomic habits. You guys talked about it last week, but it says, as soon as you identify, like if you're, if you're trying to get in shape or healthy, if you identify yourself as an athlete, you're going to start to think like an athlete. You're going to start to form the habits of an athlete. So I'm going to say that also, if you start thinking of yourself as a photographer and proclaiming it, like David always talks about, you're going to start taking the little steps that you don't even know are happening to have a great career like Nada so that you can finally quit that job that's driving you crazy. You can finally have the financial freedom of making, you know, up to six figures like Nada, Nada didn't quit being a doctor so she could make 20 grand, Nada internalized this photography thing. She found out how to make money at it. And now I'm going to guess this year is going to be a very fulfilling year because you're going to get to have the freedom to go to the gym whenever you want to. 
You're going to have the freedom to take your kids off and go on a two day trip. You're going to have the freedom to do whatever you want because you're not answering to some boss or some financial commitment. You have taken the proper steps to kill it. And that's what I want for more of our students. I want our students to, to learn and love from you. And if you're one of those people that's like, I would want that, let me know. Put it right here. Say, I want that. Just put Nada. Put Nada's name in here. Nada. Like her, follow her on Instagram. We love her. Check us out at the photomentorship.com. It is an online subscription so that you can learn and join other photographers just like you learning simply because here's Nada didn't have a camera. And in four months, she knew all the buttons on her camera, how to use her camera and started making money. Photography was no longer costing her a lens or a birthday present. Photography started pouring money and life into her life. So you're inspiring to me. I'm excited you're here. David's excited you're here. Zach's excited you're here. Um, and as somebody who is a student of David's, I will say there's no more fun place to be than working on a regular basis with people that you love and respect. And that's oh, Zach and David. Yes. They taught me everything. They taught me everything I know. Amazing. Somebody asked what kind of athlete I was. I was a volleyball player. I played volleyball for 16 years of my life. Crazy. And I'm only 20. So I started. <laughs> That's, I was about to say, I was like, so wait, you were negative four when you started? Started when I was nine, though. Played for a long time. Beach volleyball is my sport, David. David um, David, and I play beach volleyball often. We do the scene from Top Gun. <laughs> the plot twist, I'm Goose and I die later in the film. So, mm. Mm. I hear you. Hey, we've got a bunch of people. I have to mute myself because it's like, it's like the voice of God going, every single time that it's I talk. It's more like the voice of Satan. Um, so sorry, it's been hard to have a conversation because I'm hearing myself four times. Um, anyways, uh, we've got a ton of people asking um, a lot of different questions. And so on Wednesday, right, Rich, on Wednesday at noon Eastern time, you and Nada are going to be going in. You're going to be talking about more things, and she's going to be answering questions inside TPM privately, or I should say in our exclusive TPM group. And so if you guys have more oh. questions, we I'm sorry, we didn't have time to get to everyone's questions today, but I know you guys have a ton of them. But that's what's awesome is if you're inside TPM, you know, and you can join TPM here at thephotomentorship.com, then you can get more and more of your questions answered by the one and the only and the amazing Nada Salvatore. Nada, we are so excited Yay. that you're here. We're so excited that you're here. I can't wait. And so, uh, so we're honored excited. to have you. And um, can't wait to see all the questions that the students are going to be asking you and hear the answers because I'm excited to hear about those okay. as well. Um, so thanks so much for joining us today. Um, any closing thoughts? Oh, I can't wait to um, share the little bit I've learned so far with you guys. Um, I know it's a it's an interesting story. Um, but there is a lot of hard work behind it too. So I can't wait to share what I've learned and, you know, see if I can maybe inspire some of you to take that leap and, you know, make your dream come true um, between learning from all these guys and, and maybe getting a little bit inspired. So 
I'm so, so grateful to be here as an owner. And I'm looking forward to meeting you guys and seeing your pictures. I'm excited. You're my favorite mentor. It's official. You're here. You're now my favorite mentor. I just hope Josh lets me go live with you. Josh has been like bogarting my lives. People started calling me Eric on my last live because they don't know who I am. (laughs) So maybe I'll just, you know, take over Ecamm and we'll we'll get Nada. We'll be okay. We'll survive this. Nada, (laughs) thank you so much for taking the time to invest in yourself and finding something that you love and finding something that gives you the freedom to be a great mom. And I just, I'm excited for our students to grow and learn with you. That, that makes me so excited. Thank Love you. It. Me too. Well, thank awesome. you guys so David, much. David, what's up? Fix your tech. Fix your tech, man. Fix it. <laughs> yep. It's awesome. All right. Well, we appreciate you guys. Have a fantastic day. And we'll see you on Wednesday inside of TPM. We'll talk to you guys soon. Please subscribe on iTunes or Spotify so you never miss out on news and events. Give us a rating on iTunes or simply tell a friend about us. It helps us get the word out so we can help more people reach their photography goals.